0: Welcome to Mindset Win Uncut, a version of the podcast where we give you a full-length, uninterrupted interview with an incredible athlete. Today, we're talking to Carissa Moore, an Olympian and five-time world champion surfer from Hawaii. Carissa has been at the top of her game since 2011, and we talked to her about her long-standing run as a champion and how she deals with this pressure. Carissa has so much to share about turning her passion into a career, so we wanted to bring you the full interview.
1: My name is Carissa Kainani-Moore. I am a professional surfer from Hawaii. My middle name, Kainani, means beautiful ocean, and it was given to me from my mom and dad. I am a wife, a dog mom, a daughter, a sister, a friend. I am deathly afraid of earthworms, and I have a fear of heights, and um, I love scrapbooking and taking naps. I think success for me is surfing from a place of joy. I just love riding waves. I love that self-expression. I love the adventure. I love the challenge. I love the part of me that comes out when I'm on my board. When we talk about like mental strength, there's so many things that go into it. I think one of my strengths though is my ability to be vulnerable and to take a look at myself and be like, "Where do I need work?" you know, and to be able to like reach out for support and help and I think being able to to do that, I've been able to grow and learn more than if I was like closed off or had a huge ego. Like I understand that I'm always a work in progress. And I think that that has given me the freedom to, you know, push my performance and push my boundaries and limits and um, really embrace the challenges in, in front of me. That quality is something that has been nurtured by my dad. He was my first coach and is still someone that I work with even now. My dad was an avid ocean water swimmer and he was really good at it. I think he really enjoyed the game and the strategy and the coaching through swimming. That's translated into how he's worked with me. He always encouraged me to be open to criticism, to be open to someone else's eye or someone else's opinions and perspectives, especially the ones you trust because you know that they really just want to help you be the best version of yourself. I definitely have to check in with myself a lot and be conscious of my ego. My ego can definitely get in the way sometimes, but I have to be like, it doesn't mean that I'm a bad person or um, you a know, bad athlete. This is just... A part of the journey and a part of my growth, so I can be even better if I look back at like the earlier times of my career and my surfing, I think my emotional intelligence and and maturity was like a lot less, and that was the start of me and my dad working together, so there was a lot of times that we like butt heads and maybe he didn't say the right things or it came across a little too harsh, or maybe I took it a little bit out of context. And we've definitely had those moments where I let it trigger me personally. And what should have been a 15 minute post surf conversation turned into a whole day of like walking around and being negative and frustrated. Whereas like a few days later, when I was calmed down and able to like take the emotion out of it and, you know, take the criticism or the advice for what it was, I was able to apply it you know, even today, when I like, when I notice myself going in a negative direction when I get advice, I'm like, okay, wait, this person really loves me. It doesn't define me. I just need to like take it for what it is and try to apply it. And most of the times, <laughs> it really helps. <laughs> One of the things that he has always stressed with me is like, an aggressive approach. And in competition, judges want aggression. They want you to be turning in critical sections and they want to see you putting it on the line. And so sometimes when I've turned it around and taken my emotion out of it and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this approach. I'm going to go out and I'm just going to attack. Even if that means if I fall, even if that means I fail. I don't necessarily mean like aggro and like mean and angry. I'm just saying that there is this like, 100% 100% commitment. And on a wave, there's like a critical part of the wave, which is usually close to the white water and the curl. And then there's a more safe area to do a turn, which is a little bit more on the shoulder of the wave, farther away from the white water. And so to have an aggressive approach would be staying really tight to that pocket because there's more turbulence, there's more risk being taken to do a turn there rather than. A little bit further out on the shoulder where you know the speed of the waves a little slower the slopes a little bit like softer just like imagine sitting on the beach and feeling the power of the ocean make the sand rumble beneath your feet there's so much raw energy out there and you just are trying not to shake because it's so scary and horrifying you're like i don't know what's gonna happen i could drown and that uncertainty is is really scary. Just looking out and it's not organized. There's white water everywhere and there's big sets rolling in and there's shallow reef and there's a bunch of people on the beach watching. And you're just kind of surrendering to nature and the universe and you just go for it and, and you take that leap of faith. I think when I'm able to embrace those scary moments and I'm able to embrace the fear and embrace the uncomfortability, it's, it's pretty cool what can happen. There's a lot of joy and getting to experience the other side of fear or when you overcome something that you didn't think you could. And when I've done that in competitions, I do get rewarded. And it definitely correlates with my dad's coaching and his eye for critical versus safety surfing. I've never regretted taking the aggressive approach because I always feel better and more satisfied personally if I push and I go as hard as I can than holding back and losing that way because I'd be like I'd be left wondering what if I pushed it at the end of the day like win or lose if I give my personal best that's a win in Portugal this year The waves were pretty tricky. Like the conditions were all over the place and it was really difficult to find a steep open canvas. I just was having trouble identifying those waves and then attacking it. And so I actually ended up picking like the wrong waves that didn't have the steep critical section. And then on those waves too, I wasn't fully pushing my turns and I ended up losing and getting like a ninth place halfway around the world. And it was one of those that was really hard for me to swallow because I felt like I held myself back and I didn't show up. It took me a little while to like sit with it and talk with my coach and One of the things is we list the things that were out of my control, and then we list the things that were in my control. And out of the things that I was in control, one of them was my approach. I can let go of chance, right? And I can let go of the things that just weren't in my control but didn't work out. But the things that I was in control of and I didn't take advantage of or I didn't live up to or perform the way that I wanted to, that's like the most frustrating. And we were definitely able to define that like, yeah, that's something that... I'm trying to get better with as the aftermath and learning how to process stuff in a positive, productive way instead of just this negative downward spiral where I've definitely taken myself before. After an event, I give myself 24 hours to be irrational so I can kick and scream and I can cry and I can be mean. And my husband knows that. <laughs> my team knows that for 24 hours, this is going to go through her process. And then when it hits the 24 hour mark, if I haven't already like, gotten out of it by then, that's when I'm like, okay, that's it. And then we start rationally sorting through it. Okay, what did I do wrong? What can I work on? What did I do well? And just trying to find a way through. If we can make progress, awesome. That's a win. I'm somebody that takes a lot of confidence from putting in the work. So it's a lot of time in the water. It's creating that nice communication and dynamic with the coach that I'm working with and having that nice, honest feedback. I work with a sports psych. So it's talking through different situations and scenarios and and things, not only in the sport, but in my personal life that might be bleeding into the sport. So it's making sure everything is clear and free so that I can move intuitively and think clearly and do what I train to do every day. So there's a lot of different pieces. It's feeling calm. It's feeling like, okay, I checked all my boxes. It's feeling supported. It's feeling loved. It's feeling connected. You know, there's a lot of work that I've done And I encourage everybody to do it, but just like know yourself, like know what success looks like to you and take ownership of that. It's a fine balance between like having fun and being super competitive. Like I don't think I'm a naturally super competitive person. I just want to be friends with everybody and have a good time. I want everyone to be happy. But I think the joy comes from just the appreciation of getting to do something that I love and that I'm healthy and I get to share that with other people. I think all those things have helped me to stay the course and stay focused and helped me to perform my best. I love surfing. Just it's a platform to connect with other people. And when I see another little girl smile or some other person that's stoked or inspired to do something that they're passionate about because I'm doing what I'm passionate about. That's the coolest thing in the world. That connection is what feeds my soul. I work with a few different coaches, but my dad is still the one that I like train with the most consistently. But I feel very fortunate that I've been able to work with like specialty coaches at different spots around the world. So during that time, I was working with Love Hodel, who's from the North Shore of Oahu and who spent most of his life surfing waves at like Sunset and Pipeline and Holiva, And he just knows those places like the back of his hand. And so, yeah, I feel very blessed to have had the opportunity to learn and gain some wisdom and knowledge of these lineups from him. I love to take things from other people surfing and try to apply it to my own. But like, I think that The comparison for me, just for whatever reason, triggers a different chord and isn't as positive for me. So I think what I'm trying to say is I don't like receiving feedback that is in comparison to someone else or is attached to something that isn't meaningful to me. Like comparison is the thief of joy. So we all have different timings on our journey. We're all here for a unique and individual special purpose. I started a charitable foundation called More Aloha, and um, I talk a lot about what the foundation is built off of and the values that I try to share with the girls and young women that are a part of our events and programs. And the three core pillars are to live fearlessly, lead with love, and be authentic, And those are just things that I feel like I've picked up on my own journey that have helped me live a more positive, joyful life of purpose. And I just feel like when I'm more connected to being me and what feels right to me, it just, everything just feels so much better. It feels so much more right. And and by being me, I feel like I can be more joyful with other people and share more love with other people. There's definitely points in my life that I feel like I've disconnected with my heart and found myself really in my head. But I wanna be completely honest with everybody listening that it is an ongoing, it's an ongoing challenge to get out of the head and stay in the heart. And so that's when I have to like reel it back and I have to call it my sports psych and I have to start journaling again and take some quiet moments to walk through and go for a hike and be with nature and go for a surf. One of the biggest like low points or moments that I felt disconnected was there was like a period of like three years after I won my third world title that I just was like lost and I was like, why am I doing this? Everyone expects me to keep – Chasing world titles and being on the tour, but like, why is this meaningful to me? And, you know, I got to a place where I just was doing it for the wrong reasons. And it really like bled into my performances. I was, my results were the worst they had ever been. And my relationships were suffering as well. And I was like, okay we got to strip this all away. Let's start from the ground up and just simplify and like start doing those things that bring me joy again. I have feel very fortunate. I have a really solid f- group of friends and I have a really great family support. I have an awesome trainer. I have an awesome psychologist. I have an amazing husband. And those people that have been in my corner and my coaches, like, gosh, the list I could go through every person, but (laughs) we would be sitting here for days. But like, I wouldn't be where I am today without like so many people that have given me their time and their heart and their effort and believed in me, sometimes more than I believed in myself. I've been thinking about this a little bit more recently and especially, yeah, with starting my foundation and what message do I want to share with young women and girls and just anyone that is navigating life. And I guess it would be centered around being kind to yourself. I start off all of our events with is uh, a mindfulness exercise where, you know, we have all the girls close their eyes and they tell themselves five different things that they're proud of, or that they love about themselves. And I think we don't do it enough. Like, it's one of the hardest exercises for me is to look in the mirror and be like, "Ris, you did this great today. I'm proud of you. And I think by being kinder and giving ourselves more grace, we're able to give that same grace and kindness to other people. As soon as I start leaning into feeling good and the faith and the love and, like, being kind to myself, I think that that's been a game changer for me.
0: That was Carissa Moore talking about her incredible surfing career and how she stays at the top of her game. Listen out for her episode on Mindset Win. There are plenty more episodes of Mindset Win for you to check out wherever you get your podcasts. We've got interview with award-winning athletes and simple exercises to help you develop a winning mental attitude.